Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Well, I'm excited to be back from uh, Mexico. Where do we go, Ivan? We were in the city of Cuernavaca, uh, Mexico. So it was in the state of Morelos, uh, the city of Cuernavaca. Now, interesting enough, I just when we were down there, we realized that Mexico has it's like thirty one or thirty two states. Yes, you learn something new every day. I had no clue. Yes, and the <laughs> state that we were in had thirty two counties. Yes, and we, I believe, we were go- traveling doing the Kill the Noise high school tours through I think four of the counties when we were there. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's exactly what it was. And the city we were in, um, it's actually it's a it's a, a bigger city. So within those counties, it's one of the bigger cities. So we have an incredible faith story tonight for you guys. Um, as you know, we uh, I run the Whosoever's Movement here in uh, Los Angeles, California. And we started this Kill the Noise tour uh, to basically tour all the public high schools. It started right here just in the L.A. area in Orange County. And then it started spreading to San Diego and then to Northern California. And then it you know, went to um, – shoot, now we went out to Toronto, Canada. Yep. Where else have we gone? Guys went to uh, Seattle. See, oh, we went to yes. Seattle. So, and now all these other doors are opening, where um, all the other states and different countries are happening. So tonight, we're going to talk about this whole faith story because huge things happen when we went to Mexico. Literally, we've seen. I honestly felt like I was living in the Book of Acts. <laughs> yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was just con- it was a constant just flood of people. Um, I probably haven't seen that many people in eight days, and I don't know how long. Uh, it was a lot of people. It was. And so God really, did, he really did blow open that door wide open. So yeah, so tonight's just gonna be a rad faith story. So I want to actually start at the beginning, and maybe David, maybe I'll start with you. So tonight I have David um, Arroyo in studio. He's our director Woo-hoo. of operations for the Whosoever yes. España. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got Ivan. We got Ivan yes. in the studio. He is Hello. Ivan's a man of many hats. Yes. He actually runs our whole uh, Kill the Noise program and many other things at the movement. So he, the man, we'll just call him the man. I'm not the man. The man. I am not the man. <laughs> I am not. Uh, I was actually calling him on the tour, Denzel Washington. Well, I, <laughs> oh, by the way, Denzel. in Mexico, where we were, there was no black dudes. I, uh, he's he was the only a rock guy. Star. I was looking. I, trust me. I go around, I look, and there was not one in sight. I was definitely a minority. The only the only black dude we saw was our uh, uh, flight attendant on the way home. Yeah. That's they were, it? They were calling me Denzel. They were, call, <laughs> they were calling me 50 Cent. <laughs> They were calling me Will Smith. And I look over and then I see him and dude, they're all like trying to like take photos with him. Like, so, dude, they were going crazy. It was amazing. So good. Amazing. So let's let's start. Um, we got we got Jesser on the the phone from Mexico. We're gonna bring him in, in a minute. And we did we call him? He's actually Is so he, when you're ready, you you should be able to did see. Did he call in or did we call him? Uh, he called in. He did call in? Yeah. Okay, so maybe uh, maybe we should start. Let's start with uh, should we start with you, David? Yeah, I mean, basically, just started with yes, sir. You know, he came out to the men's conference at Golden Springs, and then um, you know he's like, hey, Ryan, you know, we want you guys to come out, kill the noise, and you know, we we hear that all the time, you know, and we're like, yeah, totally. Let's just <laughs> yeah, D- Ryan's down to go anywhere. Just you tell us, and so um, so he did. He he reached out and and he's like, hey, we want to have Ryan come out. We're gonna set up some schools, and I'm like, sick. Let's do it. 
And then, uh, you know, he booked it. Put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. He basically booked it. We're like, all right, cool. And then I'm like, all right, yes, sir. So, yeah, send, send me the information so we can kind of start making all the flyers and get all this stuff. And, and it was funny because he was just like, well, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, Mexico, we just need a little more time. You know, we'll, we'll get back to you. And, and so a week went by, two weeks by. And then he literally got back and it was like, the whole details were, oh, we got into this school. But what was pretty cool, what he didn't tell me until he told me then when he reached out, was that, uh, you know, the guy that originally said that could get you guys into the schools out there. And when he actually followed up and said, hey, I booked Ryan. He's coming out. They're like, well, we can't, we can't get him into the schools. He can't. Because he, it's against the law. There. Yeah. There, it's, I mean, it's like, you know, so. You can't talk about God. Yeah, so basically they started, they started like kind of like, what are we going to do? We got Ryan coming. So he's telling me this whole story. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And then he's just like, yeah, you know, and then we just, you know, uh, his church there is, I think it's uh, uh, mustard yeah. seed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in Spanish, it's, it's Semilla Cuerna. Yeah. Cuerna short for Cuernavaca. So Semilla Cuerna. There's seven in, in the country. Yeah. And so basically he said that they just started praying. They just started praying like crazy. And then um, they, I think they even went knocking at the at the doors, met with the principals and the principals like, do you know what you're asking? Like, you're going to come to Mexico and get them in our schools and talk about Jesus? We can't do that. Yeah. It's not possible. So here we are. We, <laughs> I, you know, I was honestly sketched out because I always get sketched on Mexico anyway because Mexico's sketchy. Well, what I realized is that I'm only, I only go to the tourist destinations. Yeah, I go to Puerto Vallarta, Cabo, Cabo, Tijuana. Uh-huh, Cancun. Even the Mexicans are scared of those areas. Yeah. When I was down there in, in, real, in real Mexico, Mexico yeah. City, they're like – Oh, yeah, those places are dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so I was already scared to go uh, go down there, and then all this stuff is happening, and then um, – That's why I sent you with uh, Denzel with you. Thank you for sending me. <laughs> the muscle. So we're going to go ahead and call in um, – we're, we're going to bring in Jesser right now. He's, he's in from uh, Mexico, uh, Cuernavaca in Mexico. Jesser, are you there? Hi, everyone. Hey. Yes, there he is. So we, uh, we're just talking – we were just kind of talking about how uh, this whole story started happening, how you approached me at the pastor's conference, and uh, yeah. you want us to come down here. And then um, we just ended where uh, the guy basically said that he could get me into the schools, and then he, he backpedaled and said, <laughs> we can't get right into this school. So t- tell yeah. us a little bit about the story from your point of view, how this all happened. Okay, great. Um well, first of all, I want to say that for me, it's an honor to be in your program. We love <laughs> you. Yeah, me too. Uh, well, I want to say uh, probably the verse that I can use for telling this story is Matthew 19.26. You know, that part that what for men, it's impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Because this was impossible for us uh, as, uh, as a country, we have never seen something like this. So let me start at the beginning. Yes. Uh, well, as, as a church, we always pray for the non-believers of our country and state. And for some years, we were preaching to students of junior high and high school through a camp where 500 young non-Christians were going, I think, every week. But in the last year, we were not doing that anymore. So we were waiting direction and open doors from God to continue working with the students. Then one day, uh, my pastor tagged me on a Facebook post of the Whosoever's Movement. 
And, and that's how I knew about the Kill the Noise tour, the Wake Up Message, the radio program, everything you do. But um, when I heard your testimony uh, for the first time, I was shocked because when I, I, when I saw the testimony, you say that you born again in a hotel of Costa Rica after having been in Mexico with a group of professional skaters. Yes. So, number one, uh, I was shocked because in Mexico, in Mexico, never professional skaters come. <laughs> number two, because I had been in that demo, and number three, because anybody that was in that demo will never forget that day because it was a total disaster, you know? <laughs> Didn't it you was, guys almost burn down the city? <laughs> it was, it was, it almost turned into a riot. Literally, the ramps, we, yeah. we, came, we went down there with the circuit team. This is the last tour I took. Yeah. This is in my testimony. Wow. And in Mexico, we showed up, and our the distributor for Circa, yeah. the Mexican distributor, they built ramps, but they didn't have the the amount the right amount of plywood. Uh -huh. So when someone would drop in the ramp, the the wheels would go right through. Punch it was just it was just plywood on top, <laughs> not plywood, but like masonite. Yeah. So next, you know, none of the skaters could skate because the ramps were falling apart. So the local Mexicans started getting pissed because they wanted to see the skate demo because no skaters ever come to Mexico. So they started breaking the ramps and lighting them on fire. Oh, my God. So it turned into a huge inferno. And, and yes, sir, was and yes there. sir, you were there. He was there. Leading the rebellion. Yeah. We were smashing ramps everywhere. Probably the... Yeah, that, that was so. Anybody could forget that day. So I, so I told my pastor about that time and about Ryan, and and that's where the subject remained. You know, like nothing more happened. The the, the conversation with my pastor is stopped there. Then month later, we saw that Ryan was going to come to Semilla, Mexico, with Fermin, and we thought, well, uh, that's. A, good opportunity to work together. So uh, before the, the conference here in Mexico, it was closed, the CCA Pastors Conference. So in the conference, I approached Ryan, then I approached to you, David. Yep. And so we invite the Hildenoids, and you say yes, so everything was going great. <laughs> then we returned to Mexico, and a person in the church told us that he had a new job in government with a lot of influence and that <laughs> he could help us to enter the schools to preach the gospel. So we were like, yeah, we're going to do this. <laughs> so then Ryan comes to Semilla, Mexico. Which is, in which is in Mex right in the central of Mexico yeah. City. Exactly, yeah. Like 45 minutes of distance from Cuernavaca. Yeah. So I took the opportunity to see him and tell him about this. And I, and I was like, hey, Ryan, in Morelos, we can enter at the public schools of our state and present the kill the noise without a problem. Easy, you know? <laughs> and he, he told me, like, well, done, let's do it. So after that, I came back to Cuernavaca with the person who told us he was going to help us enter to the schools. But it turns out that he has not the power or the influence that he <laughs> thought he had. In, in fact, with the school, she has nothing of power or influence in all the space. 
Tell him to quit lying. So, so on one side, we think that everything's all good, but the other side, from the church point of view, everything's falling apart. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a funny thing because I'm emailing Yesser. Hey, Yesser, uh, can you send me the schools? He's like, yeah, 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 we're working on it. We'll get it to you. As they're freaking <laughs> out, praying and stuff, it's crazy. Mm-hmm, yeah. So what uh, happened next? David, David was like, Come on, man. We need to think. And I will. Uh, yes, I know. We're just picking details, you know. Well, we we blocked we blocked off a whole week of dates to yeah. go to Mexico so we could have high impact. Yeah. So then, what was the point? Everything fell apart, and then uh, what was what was the turning point of this this situation? Well, suddenly, um, we have already committed with you uh, to have at least two schools per day for a week. For the kill the noise. Yeah. So the flight tickets we were already paid, and we were like, "Uh oh, what are we going to do?" So <laughs> I started going to the schools to present uh, the tour and see if anyone was interested. And no one. There were schools in which the directors made fun of us, wanting to include them in in the conference. They were like, "Hey, do you know how is the education in Mexico? It is secular, right?" And one of the principals of one of the schools, he was mocking with his secretary that it, she was not even in his office. Like, it was uh, meters away from him. And, she, and he started saying, ha, they want to, preach, uh, to, to teach the Bible in my school. So he said, <laughs> yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Even messages from friends who work in schools text me saying, what you want to do is impossible because you will never achieve it, not in Mexico. So the days went by and there no open. And Satan was using that to attack us. And so we were so discouraged. And on a Wednesday afternoon, we were all like sad and discouraged, ready to throw the towel. And that day was the day of prayer in the church. So Krista, the wife of Jaime, my pastor, told to the church, you know what, church, we need a miracle. We need <laughs> God to open doors because we have nothing. Wow. So that night, all the church was praying. And to not make the story so long, for the next morning, we have already an appointment with someone with someone from the government. And two days after we pray as a church, we had municipalities in our state fighting to see who was going to be the one who won the Kill the Noise tour That's in awesome. their schools. That's and they amazing. decided that they were going to have it in the schools that most <laughs> students gathered for the event. Okay, so hold on. So, hold on there. <laughs> yeah. So basically... They're over it. They pray. Praying. When they woke up the next morning, there was a phone call waiting. Hey, there's our, we got an appointment with the director of the, of the of yeah. government. Come on down. Yeah. Then next thing you know, they're all fighting all these schools because in that, you know, in that, uh, it said that there's different counties. So these, the, all these four counties are all fighting and the rules were like they had to have at least 600 kids minimum or else they didn't get it because the teachers and the districts are fighting over it. Yeah. All of a sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is crazy because this is what's also crazy. Yeah. This would never happen in America unless God did something because 
this wasn't a lunch rally the way we normally do it. This right. was a conference. This was a, uh, I guess we would call an assembly, assembly, assembly. mandatory assembly, mandatory assembly for yeah. the whole entire school. And they yeah. were bringing in some places. They'd bring in like four or five different schools. Wow. Yeah. So this is just unreal now. Now God through prayer just unleashes these blessings. Yeah. Gives you the keys of the city. Yes. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, sir. What else? You. <laughs> Neither in Mexico. That's something that never happens here in Mexico. To it's, it's something that only God can do. Yep. You know, I, 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 we can. So, and we, we were, I, I want to say something, Jesser, really quick. These places yeah. that we were going mm. weren't really like broken down cities in Mexico. You mm. know, because like when you when you when you're in LA and you go to Tijuana, it's, you you see yeah. a lot of like danger and corruption. It's just yeah, it wasn't like that. These were like very like nice yeah. Yeah. Like areas, yeah. So it wasn't just like okay, uh, you know, we'll we'll t- we're, we're just in a poor area. Like we'll just take whatever you guys got. Yeah. This these places are like difficult yeah. to get into in front of these kids. Yeah. Established school. Uh, these kids spoke English. Yeah. Well, they, well they, like, these kids were like laughing at jokes before the translator even. You know. Yeah. I mean, just like he was saying though, the one teacher was just saying, "You want to come to Mexico?" I mean, they have also high yeah. standards in education in Mexico. It's yeah. you know what I mean. This Unreal. is a totally a God thing. God thing. <laughs> All right, Jester, let's do this. What else? Uh, well, we have like a lot of stories about that. <laughs> like th- that Wednesday on my desper- in, on my desperation, as a joke to myself, <laughs> I went to a Catholic church to invite the school to resist the kill the noise because I was like, no one will accept that here in Mexico. So <laughs> I think it's. Easier than a nun accept this than anyone else. <laughs> so I went, I knocked the door to that school, and they accept. And I was like, with my mind blow, like, what? <laughs> what? What are we going to do with with that Catholic church? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was so fun, and well. I don't know. That's how God opened the door for this week of madness and rage. Yeah. Because yeah. I think like about 7,000 young people were part of the Kill the Noise tour in that week. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that so, was unreal. <coughs> unreal. So thanks a lot for, for giving us a call in. And, and we're going to kind of go into like what happened now in that trip. But thanks for calling in and, and giving your uh, your backstory about it. I mean, God's doing amazing things in, in Cuernavaca, where they're at. Yeah. Uh, so many more opportunities. We're going to talk about what, what happened later on. But um, where these guys are at, God's doing something in, in Mexico wow. and, Me- and in those surrounding areas. And the kids are open to the gospel. They're going through the same stuff yep. that every other kids are going to yep. around the world because we're all connected through the same devices yep. and we're all looking at the same stuff. Exactly. The world is a small place. It's extremely small these days with technology. Yeah. All right, Jester, thank you very much. Love you, brother. For, uh, for having us out. And if we don't see you soon, we, uh, we hope to be back in Mexico with you doing more, uh, more high schools. For sure. Thanks for the call. And I hope this serves as encouragement. And I can say that I think this is part of revival in in all all the world that nice. God is doing. Definitely dope, man. Absolutely. Well, hugs and kisses to your you and your wife, man. Love you, man, and and your pastor. Thank you. Peace Love out, yes, sir. Love you, man. 
right. All right. All right. Awesome. So, wow. so <laughs> we booked the trip. Yep. We pack. <laughs> we have to shut down the, um, the amount of product we're taking down there because, you know, that we can't get it all on the plane. Yeah. yeah. We, we get on the plane and we, we head down there. What, tell, me, tell me about the trip, Ivan. Okay, so we get down there. Um, and one of the, so overall we did about, so within eight days, we knocked out about 14 to 15 events. That's speaking events. Um, one of the first events that we did, if you, if you follow the whosoever, you follow Ryan on socials, you see we went to, um, we went to a place where um, there was, uh, it was almost like, kind of like a group home type of setting where Ryan was able to speak to fatherless and motherless kids that have been sexually abused, that have been cutting uh, and things like that. Uh, the ratio was probably about 80% girls or something like that um, to 20% boys. And so Ryan was able to go in there and just give them hope and love and peace. And so... Um, that was that was a younger. They were younger, right? They, yeah. That was like probably like third. It could have been like twelve to seventeen. Yeah. Exactly. They yeah. even said they even had like from in the other section from nine month year old babies up to yeah they wow. had like two sections. No, exactly. And so Gnarly. we're we're in a place where you see uh, visually you can see girls who have cut marks on their arms, wow. cut yeah. marks on their legs, um, and you can just feel and just and and you just recognize that a lot of these kids are oppressed, and so. Mm. Just, just for me, stepping my stepping foot in Mexico and being able to go to this first event and see that you know, what we're doing is gonna be is gonna bring some lasting fruit to these to these girls. It was amazing. I, I was like, okay, I'm in. Whatever's going on after this, whatever's going on after this day with these girls and these kids at this welfare center, I'm 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 hooked. You're right. That, that's how you set the tone. And this, all mm. the places we're going to are, are public, mm. and they're like, yeah, you can talk about what you want. And we're like, yeah, can we give them Bibles too? And <laughs> we were able to give them Bibles and show them where to read and. And then we were actually even be able to send a, a girl from the church to go back there to disciple him. Oh my gosh! So it was just like the whole program. Yeah. Wow. Then, then uh, the next night, I believe we went to. Uh, no, went, actually, the same day. Oh, it was the same day. The same day we did the <laughs> event, skate event. Oh, that was the skate event. It was the same day. Yeah, yeah. So then what we did is we did the the uh, the whosoever's best trick contest wow. in downtown Cuernavaca, which is like what city? What would that be like a similar city to us in LA? Like that, like little downtown. It's like Pasadena. It'd be like more like a kind of no more like a Laguna Beach. Okay, the way the way I would explain this. So basically, within Mexico and and and, and South America, each city has like a main hub. It's like it's like, like a, a square, civ- like a square, exactly, yeah. like a civic center, a square mm. where everybody comes out. Like yeah. here in America, we go to the mall. In 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 Mexico, they go to the square. Yeah. Everybody's city out. Square. There's vendors. You got your you know you got you got your uh, cafes. Your cafes. You're trying to get your churros on. You can get that. And <laughs> it's I like did. an outdoor mall, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the closest I would say that we get to it is probably like a pier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. So that kind of vibe. Yeah. So here you are. You have this whole little scene going on. Then we, 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 uh, he talked cause, uh, yes, or skates. So he talked to the yeah. local skaters. They actually welded a, a, a massive handrail, like a grown man handrail. <laughs> like I thought they were going to bring like a handrail, like the size of, of, of a skate park. Yeah. They brought a full sized one. <laughs> we laid it down like an eight stair. And then basically we had a uh, music out there. We had the mic, and we just wow. had the best trick going on. And what Yesterday did is he got it approved by the government because they weren't allowed to skate this area because it was against the law. So these oh all gosh. the skaters that all the skaters in the city We're got to crazy. skate this spot <laughs> that is illegal. Wow, legally. And dude, the best trick went off. It was like a success. We invited some skaters over wow. to the night. Then I ended up speaking that night. So we already did three events in one day. One day. Yeah. So then we we had like three hundred fifty kids there that first night. Wow. And then, you know, preached, gave the altar call, and, like, dude, I mean, I don't know, half of them came forward. It was, like, 
There was one thing about that night I wanted to remind you, Ryan. There was a kid who actually was tearing it up in that skate event who uh, who was actually impacted by everything that we were doing. Remember the kid with the shirt, the 666 shirt? Yes. And everything that happened on his social media? Oh, yeah, Do you remember yeah. what happened? Yes. Okay, tell the people. Uh, well, that okay, so the guy that showed up, he had like the 666 yeah. Yeah. T, uh, logo on his back, big old 666. Well, yeah. he ends up winning the best best trick contest. <laughs> but we're all, we're all skating. We're, you know, I'm giving him high fives. He's yeah. landing sick tricks, and we're just kicking it. And just through the relationship of us hanging out with him, loving him. And, you know, obviously he wore that 666 shirt because he's going, he knows it's a Christian event. <laughs> but he wins. So we get, we award him the best trick. He wins the contest. Wow. And then, you know, we're all talking. He kept giving me, he kept saying, thank you very much. Thank you. We just, it was just through love, like wow. hanging out. Just I bought him all real. Cokes. Just hanging out with him for the day that he ended up going home. When he won the best trick, he got the skateboard. He got some t-shirts, hats, whatever. And then we even gave him a New Testament. He went home on his Facebook and posted a photo of it with the skateboard, all the products, and the new Testament. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so one of his friends uh, replies on his, on his comment and says, oh, no more, no, more sa- no more Satan? And he says, no, no mas. Wow. Dude, on his Facebook. Is that crazy? That's sick. Yep. That That's was amazing. next That's level. Sick. Oh, and then one of the other skaters that came to the event that night, he showed up with his whole uh, – he had a, uh, a pullover, and his whole thing was weed leaves. <laughs> weed leaves. Oh, yeah. Well, it turns out it was his birthday. Oh, my God. I didn't even know he was wearing weed leaves. He turned yeah, out his birthday, so I called him up. him up. I saw him, hey, come up here. I want to give you a free skateboard. So he walks up in front of the whole church, <laughs> and, and when he got on the stage, I realized he was in full weed leaf sweater. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I just said, hey, we're going to sing happy birthday to him. We sang happy birthday to him. Wow. And then, uh, dude, he was, like, super stoked. And then, uh, then, his, then I think we led him all to the Lord, right? Yeah, 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 him. And then he had another buddy who's actually who came through with him. And yep. he actually he uh, he actually ended up telling us that he had cancer, right? Yes. One of the buddies. He had cancer. So um, we were able to pray with him. And he was, wow. like, kind of, he was right there on the fence. He was listening to everything that Ryan had to say because he just gave his full testimony. And so I think it was just something that was just unique to those guys, you know, to see, just to hear relatable. Ryan's story, being relatable. Yeah. Being in church, too. And and, yeah. and wearing weed leaves, and the whole church yeah. was singing happy birthday and clapping for Just him and like welcome. loving on him. Yeah, feeling welcome. Yeah, exactly. it was awesome. <laughs> you know, it was awesome. So then wow. the next day, I think then we did the Sunday mornings, mm-hmm. and that was like three services. And dude, the Holy Spirit just showed up like just massive in 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 that place. Just yeah, it was it was cool. Just talking with the people, praying with the mm-hmm. people, and uh, that church is definitely very uh, spirit led in in that. That part of Mexico, for yeah. sure. No, it really is. I, I, um, I was blessed. You know, obviously everybody's speaking Spanish, and you know, and it's not my first language, <laughs> but it's amazing because it really doesn't matter that that barrier. It's it, the Holy Spirit breaks it down. Yeah. You know, it's just that love. Yeah, that church is filled with so much love, uh, so much wisdom. Uh, I, I'm just, I just commend uh, the pastor Jim for everything that he's done in that church because I was encouraged. I wasn't able to verbalize that to him, but I'm saying it now. You know, I was I've learned I learned so much through that guy and everything that the church has. There, wow. that church is filled with real servants. Jim wow. is the real deal. His team's the real deal. That guy I got wisdom. He's legit. He's behind the scenes, wow. but he's the he is the guy. Wow. He's legit, and it was an honor and privilege to to serve yeah. with them. Um, well, what real a, deal, pastor. Yeah, I mean, what a testimony of just their faith, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, for just them just reaching out, and then even keeping us in the dark, and just knowing, like, hey, God has to just show up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and look what he did. And yeah. when he told me that story, I I just I knew it. I'm like, this trip is going to be crazy yeah. in you know a what? good way. You know what else is crazy is <laughs> Jim's mom just died too, wow. and he she just died. So they had to hold the funeral 
they had to hold a funeral till after this trip. So he wow. stayed there because he's like, dude, I know God's going to do something here. Wow. We're going to bury my mom after. Wow. But he had to stay there. And then the last day he, he came he to, to bury his mom. Because his, his, he's from America. Yeah. As well. Yeah. I think and he right. has a whole nother testimony. When he comes to California, we'll get him in the radio show yeah. because he's that guy's that guy's amazing, wow. amazing jokester. Jokester, jokester. Yeah. this guy. <laughs> well, we're gonna be going to break right now, but we're gonna continue the story um, right after the break and talk about all the other amazing things. Because we only talked about three events so far. Yeah. yeah. And we did fifteen <laughs> events. Exactly. Oh and this God. and we haven't even made it to the high school yet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, look, if you want to get past shows, you could go to uh, my my uh, my website, Ryan Dash Reese. Dot com, all the past archives, all the shine studies. You can even get connected to the whosoever's at the whosoever's.com. If you want us to do the high school tours, we it's 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 become a world tour now. So mm-hmm. we uh we are open for uh whatever. We will we will um we'll take it to different parts of the world. You contact us, shoot us an email, we'll pray and let God open the doors and we'd love to come out and and basically give the gospel to the students and get those students plugged into a discipleship program and get them back into your church. That's the whole goal. It's the Great Commission. Go yeah. out, make disciples, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey the commandments. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and Remy. Yes. We yes. have Remy tomorrow. Tell us about Remy. Yeah, so t- uh, tomorrow is going to be an amazing thing. So we're having uh, Ryan's good friend, Remy Adeleke, who's actually previously on the radio show. Ryan interviewed him on the show, but he's actually going to be out in the SoCal area, Calvary Chapel, Golden Springs, uh, tomorrow, Sunday night, January 21st at 6 p.m. Come on out. He has an amazing testimony, an amazing story. He's a former Navy SEAL uh, turned actor, turned Hollywood actor. So I'm excited for it. I can't Yep. All right. Well, we'll be back in two minutes. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Is everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de doo now, back to live with Ryan Reese. Don't say what I want you. Loud noises! We are back, and I'm stoked about this whole Mexico trip. Again, if you were listening to the previous show, we, uh, we just got back from Mexico. We were in uh, Cuernavaca this week uh, for seven days. We did 15 events, and it was just crazy. The first half, we did a skate contest. We went to this home where... There's these kids um, from two months all the way to 17 years old that were um, taken from their families or sexually abused or human trafficked or uh, cutting and just um, basically motherless and fatherless. And God just opened the doors for us to get in through the government. The government allowed us to get into these facilities. They allowed us to get into the high schools. They allowed us to get into the uh, prison system. They allowed us to get into the in front of uh, the mil- uh, not military, the the police force. Yeah, this was a this is like the book of Acts. What you read in the book of Acts, I literally felt like we were living this for seven days straight. <laughs> it was like happening so much that I was like, like is this is this just happening right now? This <laughs> yeah. is crazy because you normally you'd see like <clears throat> you see hundreds of people get saved and then you, you know you have to wait That's weeks it. to see that happen again or months. Yeah. This was like every, every day. day there was like <laughs> four to five hundred people getting saved. It was crazy. Yeah. And then we were doing two to three events a day. So that's like over, that's like 1,500 kids a day getting saved. 
Exactly. And you know, you know, God's doing a real work. So we were able to another one of the other events we were able to go to was we actually showed up at a, a, a police academy. They call it the police academy youth patrol. So you have all these kids there who, you know, the, the government brings these kids in and they're kind of training them up as if they're being trained as, as, as police in, into the police force. But it's actually a, a real legit um, police academy. And so we were invited there. And the amazing thing about that, I think we got in front of about like 250, 300 kids. Um, Ryan gave his story, gave his testimony, talked about just what the Lord's done in his life. And basically the whole room came forward. And so I, I kind of think back in the Bible, I think of like Paul and Silas, mm-hmm. right? Paul and Silas, they get rolled up there in prison. They're singing, they're singing hymns in there, yeah. praising God. And what happens? One of the prison guards there gets saved. One thing that I tripped down here at this police academy was it wasn't only the kids that came forward. There were some of the cops that were in that academy that came forward, too. And so you're like, what in the world is going on right (laughs) now? So now, now, if you go to my social media, just Ryan Reese, we're we're looking at the photos right here. All the stories that we're talking about are on my social media, and you can see the stuff. When you look close, in the very back of the photo, you see like a group of people. There's like 10 people in the back. That's the church group. (laughs) Everyone else in the room has come forward. You have cops in uniforms. There's like three cop, four cops in uniforms, and then there's like like three other like employees. And then the guys taking the pictures are the people that work for the government, the cops <laughs> that are that are not Christians. They're like blown away. They're taking pictures. It was dude. The government was documenting the whole trip. Yeah. They were posting photos or posting articles about our tour yeah. on on the government website saying. These guys are coming. They're see. They didn't look at it like it's evangelistic. Yeah, the government was pitching it like we were here telling our stories. Right. Wow. So that's that's how they presented it. So because yeah. I would get up and say, "Hey, look, we're all free to believe whatever we want." Yeah. But Which I'm just going to tell you my story. Yeah. And then through the, my story, obviously, I tell my story. Yeah. Now you have the gospel going. All how I got saved, yeah. what my encounter was, the whole thing. That was the. It was, so wow. it was just me telling stories. Exactly. But so this is how real. This, this place was. We're at this police force or police academy. We're meeting with the chief, the director mm. of the whole police academy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, right now, next door, he's all the American, uh, uh, what are they called? The, um, like the narcos? No, the American, uh, our, our, uh, the FBI. He's all, the FBI guys are right next door. Oh, yeah. Because they were in meeting. Our FBI guys meet with them because they, they want to be uh, coherent with yeah. our law. Yeah. And they said in that area where we, where we were at, they said 80% of the opiates of the heroin come from right in that area. Where Liter- we were at. Literally. Wow. That right they sneak in- over the border. That's why Trump wants to. Dude, he told us. He goes, this is why we need a wall. Mexico. Wow. Mexicans in Mexico City, the yeah. cops are saying we need a wall. They want a wall. They want a wall because <laughs> what's happening is where they're at, yeah. all that. 80% of the opiates and all that drugs, yeah. that's where they're shipping all in America. Wow. Yeah. He's like, it's right here, guys. This is wow. this is what's happening. And that's why we have the Americans FBI here working with them so we could so he's yeah. all we're not corrupt. Yeah. We're working with America to to, to get rid wow. of the drug problem. Yeah, yeah. And literally Dude, it was the, crazy. the highway right in front of the police academy was literally because where the police academy was kind of off the grid a little bit. So it was literally the highway right outside the doors where we were at, where that's like a main hub, a main highway for drug traffic right wow. there. It's real. So wow. then let's just keep going along with this. Yep. Whole, so we hit a couple high schools yeah. and, you know, we're couple, seeing like 10. <laughs> well, yeah, we hit some high schools, but we've seen kids getting saved. I mean, we're like, wow. again, we're seeing thousands and thousands of kids coming to the Lord. We're giving them the gospel. Yeah. I'm leading them in prayers. Dude, this one high school, I was, we, we were at this one high school and all these kids come forward. There's like probably four or 500 kids come forward. 
And then, maybe even more, then I see all these teachers. Mm. And I just, the Holy Spirit led me to go, I'm like, hey, if your teacher's here and you want me to pray mm-hmm. for you too, come forward. Mm-hmm. Then a group of teachers come <laughs> forward. Yeah. Then, so now we have the teachers getting saved, <laughs> the students. Then we go to this other school. <laughs> I give the gospel. Boom. And then I'm like, and for some reason, uh, the teachers invited their some parents to come. Mm. So right when we got there, there was like maybe like 30 parents that were there. Mm, and we're like, yeah. this is weird. This isn't like the way yeah. it normally happens. Yeah. So at the end of the altar call, I'm like, hey, <laughs> if your parents and you want to get saved, come wow. forward. Parents, come forward. <laughs> Tell them the story about that one guy. Which one? Oh, did you hear about that, that one parent? No, you and Yester were talking oh, okay. about it, though. So, this, so after this, you know, parents get saved. Mm. And then Jester's like, hey, come talk to this guy. So this oh, yeah. guy basically had, gave his life to God a long time ago. Mm. And then... They told him, and then he backs it. He got into drugs and alcohol. Mm. His parent, his family doesn't know, so mm. he's been piling out hard. And his the, the teachers told him, "Hey, there's a conference day at the school. You guys can come." And he's like, "I don't want to come. I don't want to come." So he was fighting against coming <laughs> to the last minute. And then he's like, "Something just told me just to go." Go. Wow. He came. He ended up giving his life back to the Lord. We gave him a Bible, got him plugged in church, and prayed with him. Wow. <laughs> yeah, God just saw. Yeah, God. God wanted this. To be in Mexico at this time, right at this point, because he just he just connected so many dots. The skateboarders, uh, the skateboarders' friends, the kid who had cancer, connecting that dot. This parent being, it was just all perfect. It was wow. completely a God thing, and so we were just happy to be there. What about the jail? The jail was something that was nuts. That that was. <laughs> I was scared. Actually, I was like, I don't know about no jail. I'm yeah, like, so it was like a, it was like a youth pen, youth penitentiary type yeah. of deal. Um, boys and girls. Some kids in there um, are there um, who are actually still going through their sentencing. So they're actually wearing a different color. Um, they're still going through the court process. And then some kids who are there in white, like they're there. Hey, bre- okay, for real though, t- break down. Like, remember when we showed up? Remember the setup? Remember the setup, how they were setting the boot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> if, 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 if you're making it by way of comparison to sometimes the way we set up our high schools, this setup was a little different. So we get there. They got a nice little-looking stage. We're kind of like on like a concrete basketball court area, and uh, they bring the chairs out. The kids are kind of in their cell still. And then uh, you got like these four four guys come out, and they have like these big bamboo bamboo sticks, like long big, bamboo like, poles. Like how, how long? Like we're talking like uh, – Yeah, like 20 what? feet. What? Like Longer. Fit, like, yeah, yeah, maybe more. And maybe they 30 have... feet big bamboo. Four, <laughs> four of them. Four. And so our, our, the church is coming. They're setting up the sound system. And then these guys just come out of nowhere with these bamboo poles. And attached to the bamboo poles is like uh, a netting. I'm like, what's going on? And they start jimmy rigging this thing up. And it's basically their awning for shade. But it's all connected to these bamboo poles over the whole area. I was like, all right, man. These guys will put up anything. Like, it was crazy. It was like, how they just how they just rig this whole like, how's this thing going to even be secure? And then they're like holding it with like water bottles. Yeah. The whole oh thing. God. I was like, dude, this is sketchy <laughs> they were confident though we would have been we were all shook like this thing's going down these guys were like no sweat it's all good oh wait very important aspect is we actually as we were touring um this this thing we we toured with for for me let me tell you a little bit about for me for basically he was a huge rock star uh hip-hop artist he came out in the late 90s um it was called control machete he did songs with like Cypress Hill and, and a lot of different people, but he was, I mean, he was massive in, in mm. Mexico. I mean, he is massive still. People, still, everyone knows him. Yeah. He's so big. He has the biggest hit songs that even these little scrub kids yeah. know <laughs> the songs from, it's played on TV so much still oh my gosh. to date. 
So he, he found the Lord. He became a pastor for like nine mm-hmm. years. Now he has this huge church in, in, in um, Mexico, Mexico City. City. Yeah. But recently, Sony Music came back to him and asked him to do another album. Wow. So he basically just put out – he's put out an EP with Sony Music, and mm-hmm. now he's writing his album, which he'll be touring. So he actually went on the mm-hmm. tour with us. So he was the one that was performing for all the kids. He'd play like four wow. hip-hop songs, perform, and then the last one, he'd give the gospel through that, wow. already prepare the way. And then he was able to help translate with a couple other guys. Yeah, no, definitely. But uh, yeah, that. So as far as that prison went, you know, you have kids in there, and I'm looking at these these kids in, in particular. So that actually that event is when God t- call, really called me out to say, hey, you know what? All these events, you're not just here to you know take some pictures and you know set some chairs up. You need to be praying. And and so I made it a point. I made it a point that you know what? I'm gonna, I'm going to be praying. And that's when the, the real heavy spiritual warfare starts. So just imagine you have kids there who are in there for rape, wow. m- murder, oh yeah, you know, drug trafficking, mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. And so I'm praying, and you see kids tattoos straight across their forehead, tattoos wow. all over their face in there. And uh, but one thing that that really stood out to me. So when we were done with that event, Fermin did his thing. Uh, Ryan gave the message, and you can't really call the kids up for an altar call, but you can kind of just ask them to respond. And uh, afterwards, we we're kind of just hanging out, just like we normally do. We, uh, some of the kids respond to the gospel. They get we pray with them, and then afterwards, they ask one of the kids to come up and kind of play some music. And you're and you're sitting there, and this kid's just playing music, kind of farting around. You can tell he's like the the clown of the group. He's playing his guitar, and he has a pretty good voice, decent mm-hmm. voice, and he's just kind of playing for everybody. And I'm like, man, like, how is this kid in here right now? Like, what is? He seems so happy, go lucky. He's just messing around, playing mm-hmm. his guitar, and you hear he's in there for, you know, uh, attempted he's, rape. Yeah, rape. a rape. Wow. And you know, and you're like, what? And it's like, man, the enemy is robbing these kids. The yeah. enemy is ridiculously robbing these kids. So I made it a point from that point forward. Every high school event we went to, I needed to be praying. I needed to get my job done, but I needed to be praying mentally. This in this place that we were at. Uh, when we walked in there, like, cause we, at that point we had the director of the police academy mm-hmm. there. We had the, the director of the jail with us. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we had everywhere we went, we'd have government personnel Officials. that are not Christians with us shooting photos, document everything <laughs> we're doing just to, just to, just to watch it. Yeah. So in there, they're like, yeah, they're like, these people, these kids have killed people. Wow. These are murderers, rapists. They said the, the, there was girls there. There's probably like maybe like ten girls there. They said these, some of these girls. Basically, what will happen is they'll they'll their boyfriend will kidnap someone, and then the girl will go take the money to drop it off, and then she'll get caught. So she'll get in wow. jail for being a part of the kidnapping. There was another kid that was in there. Now these are all under 18, 17 and down. Wow. One kid's job was to cut up the bodies and melt the flesh and the bones with acid and disappear the bodies yeah. wow. for the for the for the, the the you know the norcos. Right. Wow. I mean we're here with these kids. This is like happening. So, I mean, it was, dude, it was heavy. And like half the kids got saved. It was sick or maybe a little bit more. It was like, they were open to the gospel. They were desperate. And, uh, but they don't normally respond to that either. These guys said, yeah. Yeah. So just, it was just the Holy ghost showing up. Well, well, I think it's just funny that you guys are saying that the government officials were taking photos and documented. Cause when Yeser sent the itinerary, he's like, we're going to take them here. They can't take no photos, no nothing. And so here they're documenting it. So obviously it's just like God went before you guys. And you know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Only God can do that. I think that kind of what Yeser was saying, like with man, it's impossible. Yeah, but with God, right. Perfect. anything is possible. There's one other cool thing. I mean, there's a lot of cool things, but this is something else that had to do with the government. I was just tripping because these guys kept showing up, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. it's funny because they would show up, they would hear it, and then yeah. they'd say, hey – 
are you going to tell the story again? I want to bring my friend tomorrow to hear their story. Wow. (laughs) So they were getting touched and government officials too were getting saved on the trip as well. So you got the police force, you got the government, you got the kids, you got the teachers, you got the parents. It was just like telling you the book acts. Then we're in the, going back a little bit, we were, we were three days into the tour. Mm. We're we're in the middle. All of a sudden this dude comes up from the government and they go, Mm. Hey, Ryan, this guy and this girl want to meet you. They're here from the government. And at this point, I'm like, dude, all these kids are getting saved. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, they're shutting it down. You know, they're gonna, am I going to go to jail now because I've been given the gospel in a place that you can't speak the gospel? Yeah. No, that's what I was going about through my mind. Yeah, of course. They come up and they, they, they pull up the slip and they go, hey, uh, the mayor heard about the mayor of Mexico. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that photo. Yeah, exactly. The mayor of Mexico heard about your guys' tour and he's so impressed that he wrote a certificate of appreciation signed by him from the government and the mayor to deliver it to you. He's sick, but he wanted to deliver it to you today. So here I am. I get the certificate. I take a picture. I put it on my social media. I'm like, is this really happening? <laughs> Dude. Wow. It was, it was unreal. I mean, for over this side, I mean, it was just amazing just watching. Yeah. Just seeing you guys posting and letting everybody know what was going on. Yeah, I back mean, at, Yeah, back at home. Yeah. Thinking about your from your mindset, yeah. people back at home looking at the social, what's going on. And my wife was like, "I feel like you guys are standing in front of like a million, a million kids." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I think that's what happened." <laughs> wow. Well, dude, let's like you go to the book of Acts and you read about you know when they got filled with the Holy Spirit and then mm-hmm. Paul stood up and he and he gave the gospel yeah. and like how, how many got saved? I don't remember off the top of my head. A uh, lot, like three thousand, three thousand, <laughs> three thousand got yeah. saved. And then that was like one event one day. Yeah, we did fifty events. Yeah. Uh, in seven days yeah. and we were seeing it wasn't 3,000 but we were seeing yeah. like 90% of the place gets yeah. every single day yeah. so if you were to add yeah. up I mean that we could have there could have been like 6,000 people that came to the Lord in seven days yeah, yeah I, and we I were think, in front of 7,000 I think they said they how many did they pass out yeah so that was or, just that that 7,000 number is just coming from so the church that, that that booked us and brought us out they had church invitation flyers they had 9,000 set aside for the whole event and then they had 2,000 left after, afterward that was 7,000 but that, that's a rough number there was probably more than that it was probably around, yeah. roughly around like 8,000 8,500 kids or so, 9,000 kids. It was whatever it was. The Lord knows. Lord yeah. knows. He knows. It was nuts. You can't even keep track in that, yeah. in that, in that situation. Well, I, I just, you know, from what I see, it's just seen from when, you know, two and a half years ago starting to kill the noise. I mean, it's honestly just seeing just the obedience of just stepping out by faith. Right. And trusting that God's going to do things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm tripping out like just how many schools God has been opening the door. And just seeing the encouragement on social media, just people praying, like every time you would post photos and, you know, people just, you know, praying and stuff. And that, that to me is like, that's where it's at. That's what it's going to be. It's like every one of us, whether we are there with you or not there, we can all be part of God's movement. Yeah. And that's just praying, you know, because we all are part of it. Definitely. You know, and you just see how, you know, these kids are just hungry. When for you, sure. When you, you know? think about it, it's like. Truth. What is going on? The enemy has these kids, no matter where they're at in the world. Yeah. He has them blinded, and there's power in prayer. Yep. So as the believers come together and pray, yeah. You know, there's 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 the prayer warriors. There's the ones that are serving. You know, serving. There's the ones that are giving. There's the ones that are the messengers that are being sent out to give the gospel. There's the ones that are home preaching and yeah. and, and teaching and discipling. You have the whole body of Christ. Yep. But it's so important that. 
we all work together and everyone's functioning, then that's how people are getting saved. They're getting discipled. Yeah. Then we got the prayer warriors breaking the strongholds yep. to get in. Because when we're getting into these schools, it's strongholds. We're going against yep. atheism. We're going against yep. the whole, you know, right. the, the the homosexual agenda. We're going against the whole new age thinking. New age. I mean, yeah. you're going against you're Everything. going against all the lies of the enemy. Yeah. And Satan, Satan has to, you know, be subdued by God and those strongholds have to be broken so we can get in and uh, do what we've been called to do. Yeah. You know? So everybody, you're just seeing the product of your labor and prayer. You know, everybody that supports the movement, everybody that follows what we're doing and believes in what we're doing. You're seeing on social and what we're talking about here, <clears throat> you're seeing the product of the prayers. You're seeing the product yeah. of just the, 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 the back end stuff, everything as far as organ, organizing what Ryan was talking about, the body working together. Yep. And so, you know, this is something that we want to continue to do till, till kingdom comes. And so, you know, if, if you're listening to this and, and you're somewhere out there and you're, you're looking for to have the who servers come out to your local area, we're booking, we're booking now throughout the U S and Canada. And so reach us. You can come to Ryan's, uh, you can hit us up on Ryan social, uh, info at ryanreese.com. That's for the wake up tour, but for the kill the noise, you can find us at info at the whosoevers.com to book your school and reach out to us yeah. and see what the Lord has. We want to book. We want to do it. We want to, um, I think this is the beginning of big stuff. I mean, yeah. we started, what, how many years ago? Two years ago? Two and a half years ago. I mean, our, our years- first year we went to nine schools. Last year we went to 15 and we've already booked right now about 48. And 48 we're still booking. Now. And we have the eight more. Yeah. I mean, next week, the next two weeks. Every day we're in San Diego. For yeah, we're yeah every day. So we have like I think we have nine schools schools in the next two weeks in San Diego, and then we have San Jose happening. San Jose, and then we have we're we're going to the East Coast. We're going to get some stuff cracking over there. Yep. So yeah, man, God's doing it. So please do get involved. Call us out, and uh, we would love to uh, to come out to do it. What else? What else was going on? What are some other highlights here? We have a few minutes left. The food was amazing. Yeah, were you breaking out or were you not? Oh, the whole time. Hives. Were you eating tacos? Let me or not? tell you something. Mexican food there is different than it here. is. It is different. Yeah. You can eat it every day. It's not greasy and no, it's, it's not different. heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's different. No, definitely. I grew up so I grew up eating Mexican food, and I thought it was you know I thought it was decent. What do you think? Because you grew up in a Mexican family. Yeah. So if you don't know, so if you want to know a little little bit about me, so I was adopted at birth into a Latino family. So my last name is Gonzalez. So people were kind of tripping out on me on that but for the people that can't see you're a brother yeah i'm a brother (laughs) hey if you're not watching online (laughs) but yeah i mean the food was amazing one thing that i tripped out on was the quesadillas oh my goodness (laughs) i had a quesadilla that just blew my mind (laughs) the cheese was just something different it was good stuff what was it like queso fundido or i i think that yeah Yeah. i think that's what they were saying yeah yeah and one blue thing that, corn too. Yeah, blue corn. I was like, blue yeah. corn, blue tortilla. I was like, what the heck? But one thing that tripped me out was that if you want a, if you want a quesadilla out here, you have to ask for it with cheese. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> he's like, what's a quesadilla without cheese? Without cheese. <laughs> he's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah Chester, don't worry. <laughs> don't ask. You know, but yeah, it was it was good. It was really good, you know. Um, so yeah, so obviously we're talking about all these the high schools we're talking about all these kids that were coming forward and on it to be honest it's, it's hard for me and ryan to kind of filter it all into an hour talk show because it was just so many schools and so many yeah. kids you know but um i was just blessed to be in front of those kids and i i can't say enough about the the church that that got us out there and yes sir and jaime i really can't and for mean um, and for mean you know and his dj dj diego um big thanks to, the, to that guy and just and just kind of just 
tra- tracking yeah. along and staying with us. We thank you for that. And all the ladies. So what was cool oh was. Oh, my gosh. The oh, ladies. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> the ladies put the guys to shame. So every day. Okay. So we, we were in our hotel. And then every morning we would leave our hotel and they would just have our snacks and food on deck. After each high school event, hey, you want a torta? Yeah, I want a torta. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know, and I'm getting tortas left and right. Are you thirsty? <laughs> Are you hungry? Do you want this? And they're just taking care wow. of us, you know? And so I learned a lesson in those ways. Well, this is how dope they are. Wow. So for the listeners, if you don't know, I've been having like some health problems. I've been like breaking out with highs, okay? Yeah. So I'm on this like only vegetables and diet. I'm on the Daniel diet, not by choice because I just can't eat anything else. So when I went down there, they saw that menu that what I could eat. So dude, the girls, they, they were cooking all these different recipes with just like what I could eat. So I didn't have to just eat the vegetable, like fruit and vegetable, just raw. They were like creating like platters and dishes, dude, like next level. Mm -hmm. I was eating like a A king. king. That has never (laughs) happened before in my life. Exactly. I was literally like. Give me apples and give me <laughs> give me some squash or whatever. And I guess I'm going to be eaten miserably. But, dude, I was – the women killed it down there. Yeah, they did. Everyone, yeah. that whole team just uh, – It's amazing. Just amazing. Just kingdom partners, you know? Yep. So exactly. we're looking forward – actually, there's there's doors opening right now with actually Mexico City. Mm. Um, so now that we have certificates from the government, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But yeah. I, I want to see Australia. Some, you know, we've been talking to Australia yeah. too. yeah. So we're gonna see happen there. America's always on the radar. That's yeah. But um, I think it just it just starts with prayer. That's it. And just believing like the faith of a mustard seed. You know, God loves these kids more than we do. You know, mm-hmm. and so for such a time as this, like you guys were saying, all the dots were connected. That's because God's a God of order yeah. and timing. Everything yeah. just you know just like what Sean always says. Yeah, like when the when 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 the Holy Spirit just flows, it yeah. just flows. You yeah. know what I mean. It's no striving and stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Too easy. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Amazing. No striving, but we makes it easy. Also, it is. It's been easy now that the Holy Spirit is working. But when you look back at the last two, three years, yeah. we I feel like we've been working hard. We've been tilling the ground, you know. Yeah. Because you know, it, there's the parable too of like yeah. that ground tilling yeah. it. The harvest is right, but we, you know, <laughs> we have to. There's work. There's a lot of work. We had to figure yeah. out what we were doing. Yeah. What we want, how we wanted to kill the noise to be. Yeah. You know, we went from after school events to like yeah. to assemblies. I mean, there was a lot right. of of learning and, and the yeah. Holy God working in our lives and removing things yeah. and adding things. Yeah. And now I feel like we're just in that groove and now he's yeah. just like, Okay, you guys, I'm, I'm blessing it. Let's go. Yeah. I, I, I feel for me in the last exactly. I mean, there's definitely a process to go through. Um and I just think just looking where we're at now, it's just like I, I feel like Lord, the more we just stay out of the way, the more you just open those doors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when he does it, he does it. Yeah. You I mean, can. he gets all the glory. It's like, you yeah, know what totally. I mean? It, it's amazing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, you know, I was I was blessed. One of the nights I was able to teach. Uh, one of the, so they're, they're oh, doing yeah, a church. Right. They're doing a church plant out there. And so one of the pastors who's doing the church plant, he asked me to teach. And uh, one of the verses I was able to share was out of John, you know, that Jesus said. So you have the whole story of Laz- Lazarus mm-hmm. dying. And they're like, Lord, where were you? And he, Jesus says, didn't I tell you that yeah. if you would believe that you would, if you would just be, only believe, you would see the glory of God? Wow. And so that's all that's needed. We just need to trust in God, yeah. believe that he is sufficient to do his work, yeah. and then you'll see the glory of God. And this is the things that we're seeing, you know? Yeah. Well, the show's been amazing. We got actually an, another amazing night tomorrow night at Calvary Chapel, Diamond Bar. I have a Remy Edelecki. He's a former Navy SEAL, and he's in the new Transformers movie, and he has an I Am Second film 
going to be interviewing him. He's cool. He's been on the show. He's dope. And he's from Brooklyn, New York. Bronx. Bronx, Bronx, New York. Bronx. And it's going down tomorrow. If you want to come hang out, he's going to be telling a story. It's going to be a great night. Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar, 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, we're all going to be there hanging out and uh, just eating. My Delight Cupcakes is going to be there. Tacos, Sick. I'm sure. Yep, some ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream. We got it all. Whosoever booth will be set up, you can get your merch. Yep. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys for being on the show. All right, man. Peace out. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Do you ever hear sayings make their way through the culture and the church that seem nice in theory, but are actually theologically problematic? My name is Shara Donahue, and I'm the host of The Bible Never Said That, a podcast where we examine these popular sayings under the lens of biblical truth. We cover sayings like, God won't give you more than you can handle, time heals all wounds, and follow your heart. We also spend time exploring how people use Bible verses out of context. If you want to grow in discernment and truth, join us and subscribe at lifeaudio.com.